WSM and the Super Radio Network. Let's get back to High Tide. With speed and haste, as they say, if you're thinking of heading offshore today, not a bad day. Broken Bay to Port Hacking, you're looking at south to southeasterly winds below 10 knots, becoming east to northeasterly in the middle of the day. Seas below one metre, the first swell southerly around one metre, inshore increasing to 1.5 offshore. Second swell be an easterly around one metre tomorrow, which is more important. <laughs> Variable 10 knots, 10 to 15, which is absolutely awesome for me. Looking forward to that. So for the Sunshine Coast, Coast, or the Gold Coast to be more precise, Cape Morton to Point Danger. The forecast uh, for today, southerly 10 to 15 knots, reaching up to 20 knots inshore in the early morning, winds turning south-easterly in the evening, seas around one metre, the first swell will be a southerly around one metre, increasing to one metre, and the second swell will be an easterly at around one metre. The general forecast, cloudy with an 80% chance of rain. Yes, and don't forget the tides at Fort Denison in Sydney, 9.48 a.m., a high of 1.73 metres. A low tide this afternoon at 4.15 p.m., 0.4 of a metre, and another high tonight at 10.16, 1.45 of a metre. Not bad tides, quite good to fish. And uh, I think our, up here in the Sunshine Coast, it's about one-on-one offshore as we speak. Hello. Are we there? You there, Al? I think we've lost Good. Alan. I, I was waiting for Alan to introduce our next guest. His, morning, his name Laurie. is... Good morning, How are you? <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Blake. <laughs> Good morning, Grant. Good morning, Kieran. <laughs> the time hey, is Lars. perfect this morning, but the show's been good. <laughs> you get that. You, yeah, you've gone very quiet on us, Mr. Blake. I can just hear you in the background. Oh, no, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, you're fading off a bit, Blake. Mm. That's all right. Okay. We'll, we'll cover for you. I'm Thank loud you. enough for both of you. <laughs> What's <laughs> news? Well, I, was, you know, I just had you heard you had that young fellow on from Shimano. Hmm? Now, in 1985, I, I, I did that trip with uh, John Dunphy, Julie and I, and uh, the late, great, uh, uh, the fishing writer from, um, from Canberra. Um, Peter Gaby, no. No, no, Canberra, Canberra, Canberra. Um, they named all the stuff after him down there. Uh, anyway, it's, it's me getting old. <laughs> but no, I learnt so much about management, about design, about how things got made. I, I look, it made a much better... First of all, it made a much better person of me. You know, I learnt these guys, no matter what happened, were sort of cool, calm. Even at the top end of the, you know, they got and they got things done, and they were always thinking ahead. You know, you know, I'm sort of playing with real. I was actually over there helping Noda, who was the, the Noda son, was the, the chief engineer. We went over and gave him worked on the uh, uh, Tiagras, and we worked on uh, the bait runners, and and there were some some sort of initial teething troubles that we were there for, and I also helped design some of the packaging. So, yeah, no, it was amazing. Seven weeks we were there, and the Sakai cities where they're based in Osaka. So, and, and we went to the Tokyo Tackle Show and all that sort of stuff. So, fantastic. And just going on what he's on, just so people know, because I you know, I sort of give a report, I, I, I basically have one uh, sort of workhorse outfit on the boat, and it's a, it's a, a in the river. I'm using a, a, a Stratic 2500 HG with 15-pound Kariki braid the eight grade the, and I'm, those numbers against the braid are the fineness of the weave and the higher the number the fi- the better the line is so brian pratt and, hey was it brian, brian pratt? pratt yeah brian pratt the thank you pj brian pratt. should have known that one yeah dr brian pratt and uh well, he was the first person to introduce urban water fishing programs, which we, New South Wales wasn't caught up with <laughs> 40 years later. <laughs> but there was a beautiful plaque to Brian down there on, uh, on, on Gugong Dam saying that, you know, the, the, reason, the reason why you people now have access to this magnificent fishery, because the public servants would be much happier if you were not here, uh, is, is, is because of people like Brian Pratt, who actually, he was the, the head of the department. He just said, no, there's no reason why you can't fish here. And uh, they, they just, uh, no outboards. You've got to use electric motors, which is fine. 
uh, electric motor and uh, lures, not bait, and away you go. It's, it's really simple stuff. It's you know, but it's way, way too, way, way too difficult for DPI here to get their head around that one. So, that's and, and what the I tried to, 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 get what I tried to tell the council of Parramatta about Prospect Dan. No, mate. To actually get people to do things, you need a minister who knows what they're doing, and that's not going to happen. So we'll get to that in a minute. Fishing report first, but yeah, I just and just when I'm at sea, my two thread lines, workhorse thread lines on the boat, are Shimano Saltigas. Saltigas, they're fantastic. I've had them on the boat for three years, and all I do is put them under the hose, back the drag off, and put them away. And just, just, and people don't realise how good the gear is. The rods that those reels are on are Shimano rods, and they are all more than 25 years old, and they are still perfect. So there you go. You look after your gear and buy good gear, you won't have a problem. And it's the one thing I notice around around the traps. People don't pay enough attention to the, you know, you buy the best tackle, you buy, well, I think that's not the top of the line what I'm using. You can go up to Stellar's and all the rest of it. But it's perfect, you know, if you look after it, that stuff is really, really well engineered. It's made to last. Anyway, apart from giving people plugs, we better get on with the fishing report. Now, during the week, We've still had that big sea. Now, Alan won't be surprised, but I actually haven't been to sea since we spoke, Al. Haven't you? No, it was swell. It was that big on the Sunday after we did the show. After I did the show, I thought, oh, yeah, I just cruised down the headland, got to the headland, and I thought, oh, no, you can have this, you know. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> and, I, well, is it, I, I know my limits, and I'm, you know, I don't, I just, the thought of being upside down at the back of the bar in a life jacket doing laps of the rosary beads, waiting to get picked up by someone. Nah, that just has no interest. I've got no interest in that. So I'm very cool. I'm a bit cautious. I'm a lot more cautious than I used to be. Um, so uh, the only day I could have got out was Wednesday and I had an optometrist appointment. So that went out the door. <sighs> Peter Brenton from um, Reef Raider 2, he went out on Thursday morning and the bar rearranged the whole internals of his boat for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a he's got a, a five sixty, I think, or five seventy Quintrex fish raider. A nice boat, one fifteen yummy. And yeah, so he had all his tackle boxes on the ground, all his eskies upside down. You know, I think his lunch survived, but not much else. So yeah, yeah. He, the, the bar has just been it's just been one and a half meters and a bit, and they're thick and they're heavy and they break hard. And uh, if you get them in the wrong spot, you end up in all. Anyway, I think everybody got sick of. Uh, uh, of that so when I went down to buy lunch, I went down to get a hamburger on Thursday. I, I just went to the headland to have a look, and here's a very nice aluminium boat upside down on the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just thought, no, look, this is all too hard. I just parked it. No, nah, see you later. There's plenty of fish in the river, um, but the, the guys who did get offshore, just so you know, there's heaps and heaps of spotty mackerel. Uh, you know, good good bag, plenty of bag limit catches. There's quite a lot of uh, beautiful, tasty. Cobia kicking around. There's a few long-tailed tuna. There's a few Spanish. Peter Brenton, by the way, got he's, he actually caught, I think, a 14 kg Spaniard on a high-speed runner lure on the way up, and he got I think he he landed three spotties and lost five, but he didn't lose them to the sharks. He uh, he lost them to human error. <laughs> spotties are easy to lose. He, he caught one fish, reset the bait without resetting the drag, and spotties rip off at a huge speed. So. It just went zip, bang, and I think he might have lost two that way, and something else happened. But he actually hooked eight and got three. So, but they're big fish, eight, seven, and seven. So they're good fish. There are a lot of tuskies up on the northern reefs. There's quite a few good tuskies in the two kilo range coming in. Tuskfish, Venus tuskfish, a few trag, a few snapper, a few pearlies. So offshore is pretty pretty lively. Um, we just need some weather. We just need this cedar back off. I've got I've got Neville Neville Julian and Shelley here. His long suffering wife. Uh, he'll get a day out if we get the weather, but uh, and I'm not sure. He's, yeah, he's got a lot of appointments too. He's up here for a bit of family business. Um, so what else have we got? Estuary. After we spoke, uh, was it Sunday or Monday? I'm getting old now. Uh, I put the tinny in the, my little, our lovely little outlaw, 429 outlaw in the river, and I caught five flathead in a row that I couldn't keep. How's that? Were too big, were they? All too big. How about yeah, okay. <laughs> My wife said, "Don't get, don't get on there and sound cocky, don't you, smart Alec?" You know, I said, "Look, I just all I can do is tell them what I caught." And I had a cobia about six kilo uh, to the boat, and the hooks pulled, which is a bit sad. 
and I, what else did I get? Two little mangrove jacks. And then through the week I went out again and I got another cobia about four kilo and a GT, a great trevally, which I've eaten, which is delightful. You, for those if you, people catch them, don't. Everyone, you get all these people, oh, no, they're no good to eat. The small GTs are beautiful. They make great sashimi and just fill it and skin them and uh, bone them out and just gently, you know, fry them, dry fry them basically in a, you know, with a bit of... Uh, lemon juice and olive, a tiny bit of olive oil, black pepper and salt, just serve them with a bit of salad. They're as good as any fish, absolutely delightful. So, yeah, I had a, a good feed of GT and I'll have a nice feed of cobia tonight. Uh, so, no, it's, it's, the river's been okay, so there's plenty of, <laughs> plenty of flathead. There is a fresh, it, look, there is a brown fresh in the river. Ignore it. The fish, the, 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 it's just on the top. It's floating down, not rushing down. Uh, and there's plenty of good fish underneath it. So, yeah, so if I'm catching... GTs and cobia in the river in a fresh, the, the, the fresh water's only on the top. Uh, but it has obviously pushed the flatties down. And I, uh, on the second day I fished, which was Thursday, I think, uh, I de- deliberately went away from the flatties. I was trying to catch Mulloway. I caught two small ones down at the Black Rock down on the north wall, but they're yeah, 64 centimetres. These are these ones that the fisheries have bred so they don't get over 70 centimetres. I've caught maybe 100 <laughs> this I've caught 100 this year for one fish I could keep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's I just do that to uh, poor old poor old Peter Tadell's going to have a couple of rough weeks, so I do that just to gently rib him. Uh, and then freshwater, there's been plenty of bass, beaches, beaches and rocks, heaps of bonito, mac tuna, and a few cobia. Quite nice cobia. I, I heard got caught at Hackhead, three or four fish in the ten kilo range off the rocks, uh, ballooning uh, at Hackhead, and I think a couple of Spanish hook, but lost to the sharks. And a couple of long tails, but the hathead's been okay. The one thing at hathead, you can fish the point of hathead in a swell because it runs sideways to the rocks. It doesn't run into the rocks. Uh, it's one of the few places that are, the ledges there are safe to fish uh, in, in these sort of sea conditions. Uh, and there's been, as I said, brim and, an odd brim and a few whiting on the beach. Been a, this is our worst whiting season, I think, for years. But a mate of mine went and actually fished hard for them and got three. So uh, there's not there's not a lot of whiting around, so we'll just stay with that one. And uh, the only other whiting report I had was from my mate from Sydney, Lou <laughs> Malte. He caught all these whiting, at, and he said, I caught them at Zenith Beach. I said, mate, you're in the green zone. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops, that's what I said. I said, I've got a bag limit. You want to see them? You know, I said, yeah, well, lucky someone didn't see you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, always check, folks. If you're in an area where there's a marine park, always check the rules. Uh, so that was that. So we might have a break, and I'll, I'll come back and give you a little bit of history for the, what, what happened through last week. OK. Hello there. I'm Sandy Roberts, and I need your help. Ten Australians every day get diagnosed with an incurable disease that most have never heard of. The disease is called myeloma. In May of 2022, I was diagnosed with it. This is me asking you for your help to cure myeloma. Give generously and help me help Myeloma Australia find the cure. Donate today at www.myeloma.org.au. Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain. No stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbovitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbovitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arbovitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. 
Look out for the sunrise. Enjoy local service delivered with a friendly smile. Look out for the sunrise. Enjoy local choices, the best within a country mile. Next time you're refueling your car, look out for Sunny the Kookaburra at your local Sunrise, a trusted and independent local store. There's over 1,200 stores Australia wide. Visit newsunrise.com.au and do what the locals do. Look out for the sunrise. Enjoy local service, the best within a country mile. Hey you, right now you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus radio for free or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now. This is 2SM Sydney. You are listening to High Tide, brought to you by Shimano and Blake's Marine. I'm playing this instead of a play on today, Alan, because I've got a feeling there's a shark lurking, something's about to happen. Oh, I think you might be right. I'm going to tell Sorry. you a story. Okay. <laughs> this, everyone's being very reactive to this. this people don't realise this issue dates back to the period between Christmas and New Year before anybody ever speared a groper. Because the Daily Telegraph published a report card for all the state ministers. And Tara Moriarty, our DPI minister, she got D minus. And it also said, if there's a reshuffle, she'll be the first to go. Which meant uh, there's a bit of blind panic around the office. And then along, so we came back from Christmas holidays. And as you're probably aware, she, the first thing she did when she came back from Christmas holidays was sack the head of DPI, Scott Hanson. So she's got to, she, you know, she's going to try and liven this place up. She doesn't want all those her fellow ministers plotting and scheming against her. And there's a half a dozen people who really like to be DPI minister, apart from her. In, in, you know, there's a lot of young, ambitious Labor Party people there. And uh, so she has to be seen to be doing something. And she also is not very happy with the Telegraph. So then this came, along came someone, shoots a couple of groper. And just, by the way, for anyone who's listening, those people who shot the groper wouldn't know a blue groper from a guppy. It's a big fish, they've got a spear gun, they shoot it. They're just, you know, they're, they're, they're not, you know, sort of your usual sort of person who is around the waterfront all the time and who knows that you don't touch groper. Anyway, um, so, and just by the way, even with this new law, those same sorts of people will still do the same sorts of things. This is not going to change anything. But what happens is she suddenly got something where she can get only get credit, except she forgets about the fishermen. You know, the, the, minister, the other ministers are going to like it. The Premier likes it. We're going to ban fishing for grape. I have, you know, so we come out all, you know, we get the, we crank up the office staff. But what we do first, and this is the bit that's where Mark Benaziak can come in, the real question is how come the Herald journalists, two Herald journalists, knew about this three days before everybody else? So it wasn't publicly released till the Monday, but the journalists had all the stuff lined up and ready to go on the weekend. So we had two articles in the Herald before anybody even got wind of it. And uh, it's an interesting thing. So obviously the two Herald, what, what it was is, is, is Tara's office shortening up the Telegraph, gave the scoop to the Sydney Morning Herald. And then, you know, don't worry about the 400,000 New South Wales fishermen who pay their licences and all the rest of it. We don't worry. We don't care about them. It's much more important to, uh, to, to you know, to put a finger in the eye of the telegraph than it is to, uh, uh, to, to look after us. So, no, so Tara, like, all I've got to say for Tara is, Tara, you're a dud when you're appointed and you're just a bigger dud now. And I feel really sorry for Peter Turnell and Fisheries because a few people, I think, are going to resign from the various advisory committees. And no one is going to take you seriously ever again. So you've got, to, you know, you still haven't got 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 your credibility back after Grey Nurse, and you've got less now. So if they come out now and say something, oh, we have scientific data, 
everyone's just going to laugh at them, throw a few rocks at them and go away. Go away. Just stand them. You know, we're just going to take no notice of you. So they've, their cred, the, the minister has just trashed the cred of DPI. Good on her. Uh, but I guarantee you after Easter there's a rejig and she'll vanish after the back bench. That's the disappointing thing, isn't it, Blakey, with Laurie? He sits on the fence. Laurie does not sit on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> Laurie is a man, of, a man of hard conviction. Absolutely. Well said. But I'm just saying it's an interesting story. Yeah. And I think Mark, Mark Benaziak should ask her in Parliament where she can't lie. Well, not she, she doesn't say anything. She's useless. She's, she's contributed nothing to agricultural fisheries in the 12 months he's been there. So, apart from sack the boss. Um, so, he can ask her, well, why, why, why did the Herald get advanced knowledge of this? It's an interesting question. There's a few people the at the Telegraph would really like to know. Yeah, uh, Laurie, <laughs> the problem is, it's question time, it's not answer time. Ah, I see. What's that? He said it... It's it, question time, not answer time. Oh well, it's question time. But well, no, no, no. Under she can't fib under under oath under in Parliament. She can't tell a, a porky. She's got to answer. You can you can um, obfuscate though. Yes, a good skilled yeah. politician can bat it can bat it down leg side. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll just see. I'm just saying that we're, we're all reacting to what's in front of us. What what you're really seeing is a minister, you know. Uh, drowning, slowly drowning, and she's clutched a straw, and this is, you know, this is going to save my career. She knows she's for the high jump, and this is just, you know, okay, to hell with, to hell with fishing. Uh, you know, it's more about, it's all about her. It's not about us. Yeah. And she obviously she can't come on the air because she's hopeless, and um, that's how it is. But where's where's her Majesty or oh, His Majesty's loyal opposition? We heard from Duncan, Dougal. We heard yeah. from Dougal. Dougal, uh, nah. No. This is an absolute free kick for Dougal. So Dougal, do nothing, Dougal's doing nothing from Dubbo. <laughs> no, none of them are getting uh, any good raps out of this, are they? Nobody's doing well out of this at all. And as I said, the real, the real pay is, I mean, if I was still on boards, I'd just thank them. I'd just thank them and not turn up. I'd just see you later. You, you know, you've got to be serious if you're going to, if you're going to manage something seriously. You know, you have to do it by the... There is a prescribed way for this for change to happen. There would have been no problem putting this to the various boards and saying, you know, this is what we're going to do and, and discussing it. I really like the idea, though, that we're going to change the law, then we're going to discuss it with you. If, if anybody turns up to those discussion meetings, they've got rocks in their head. Why, why would you turn up to a discussion meeting when they've already changed the regulation? It's already been... It's already had an XCO minute. You're gone. It's done. So, Some of them like the cash. Well, I'm, that's my next project. I'll, I was, and I, I don't. I've, I've never been uh, a member of a political party while I've done this because I re, I've always reserved the right to throw rocks at everybody. But next week, I'm, this week coming, I will pay my money, and I'll, when you speak to me next week, I will be a member of the Shooters and Fishers. I'll, I'll, I'll roll the sleeves up. And I might just give them one day a week and do a bit of work. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. No, I'm just right? well. Hang on, the national. I, I, my my preference probably is that I'm a national party sort of coalition type voter, but they they they're completely disinterested in fishing, so I've got nowhere else to go. Yeah. Good point. So. Anyway, I'll probably get a hot text from Melinda for that one. But anyway, <laughs> we still love you, Melinda. <laughs> All right, I'll go and leave you alone. But yeah, that uh, I'm, I'm very disappointed in the way the whole thing's gone. It's put fishing back some. You know, it's going to take some time to rebuild some bridges out of this, and it certainly won't be done by Tara Moriarty. She's you know, the quicker she goes, the better. That's that's the first part of the healing process. Thank you. Anyway, I'll leave you with that for the <laughs> Alice, Al McGlasher might know. He'll he'll tell you more. He he they actually rang Al. They they you know they tried to get him on side, but that didn't work. So you'll be on the Al, Al will be on the outer too. He won't get any more media releases. I can tell you. <laughs> All right. I'll see you later. See you, Laurie. Cheers, guys. Laurie McAnally there. And just to put the record straight, just to put the record straight, everybody, I, I, I believe in putting your hand up when you've done the wrong thing. I was waiting for Alan 
to come on and introduce Laurie McAnally. And he sent me a message during the break. He said, read your text. I sent him a text uh, on what we were doing coming out of the news. And to be honest, I couldn't understand it. So I don't know how I expected him to understand it. So sorry about that, buddy. I, just, I thought it was me. Don't worry. It's no, no, no it was, it's never you, bud. It's, it's absolutely no, always me. You can back that no. one in every day. Hey, I tell you what, just before you go to the break, yeah. I thought Laurie was very succinct in what he said type of thing and put it in context for everyone to understand. It was beautiful, wasn't it? There's at play going on yeah. and the fishermen are the last ones they care about. And and it was not rude or, or, or uh, no. it was not aggressive with what he was saying, but was very succinct. And it, yeah. it's it's beautiful to hear. What scares me, though, um, I did tell him during the commercial break that I was sailing down to Sydney Harbour tomorrow and I was going to use his rig for the first time. So I'm wondering if I don't catch any fish, is he going to throw stones at me as well? <laughs> no, he won't. There's no problem. We'll take a break. 29 minutes away from six. PJ coming up next. A voice you know. A voice you trust. The King of Radio, John Laws. Amid an eagerness to crush the market dominance of Coles and Woolworths, there's been some harebrained suggestion of the government intervening to break up their market power. Stay out of it, for God's sake. Prime Minister on the line. And congratulations on your engagement. We met through our love of South Sydney Rugby League Football Club. I wasn't really looking for a relationship at that time, and nor was she, but it's blossomed, and we're very, very happy together. Can I ask you how old you are? Ten. Eighty-six. <laughs> and you're a petrol head. No doubt about you. you got to keep young and keep alive, mate. Keep moving. Well, you're right there. Good on you, Ron. 86, and you just bought a new Mustang. The John Laws Morning Show, weekdays from 9 on 2SM. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Ensure a smooth journey by starting your next road trip at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre where expertise meets reliability. Our technicians will check your vehicle is road trip ready. At Repco Authorised Service, we prioritise your safety and peace of mind. (laughs) Don't let car troubles ruin your holiday. Book your service online at repcoservice.com and hit the road with confidence. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily. Easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. Stiff, sore and sorry can help you manage the discomfort of arthritis. And with a bottom-of-the-bottle guarantee, what have you got to lose? Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Look for Stiff, Sore and Sorry Relief Gel at selected health food stores and pharmacies. Go to the website, Love Oil Collection. That's L-O-V-E-O-I-L collection.com.au or call Ray on 040 66 71 359. 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, this is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. And just reminding you, the podcasts are going up as the hour comes to an end. I've got the first hour up. The second hour will be going up in around about 25 minutes from now. And it is uh, 26 minutes away from six. Well, let's go to our Russian truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> We spoke to yesterday. Morning, PJ. Last <laughs> comrades. Sputnik, Sputnik, Sputnik. PJ, Laurie put it. Laurie put it very well about uh, our current minister. Well, you know, like 
Yeah, well, you know, like she'd make um, odd tell because she's a potato, that one, fair dinkum. Yeah. Oh. And um, Laurie, Laurie got it right. She was a dud when she was put in there, and she's even bigger dud now. But um, Laurie's dead set right, you know. Like, <clears throat> yeah, Laurie's always wanted to be apolitical a- um, so he can speak without having um, been, been accused of, you know, taking sides. But um, for him to join the party is a great move, and it should be a trigger for everybody to see that the writing is on the wall. When he said, no one cares about fishermen, the majors, he's dead right. They don't care. Yes. The, the Liberal Nats don't care. Labor don't care. Like we, we, We've seen a, a litany of disasters from Blair and Hodgkinson, um, Adam Marshall. You never, ever saw Adam Marshall much. Um, this one here, God, she's going from train wreck to train wreck. Um, and, and, and if you can't see that the government is using uh, measures to, you know, say, oh, it great bit of day, it could be drama tomorrow, um, next thing it'll be a total, uh, it'll be a total moratorium on Mulloway, and I believe in tuna, that's out. You know, like, we're going to be reduced to fishing for carp. Yeah. You know, like, if they just want to do this, and, and don't forget, this is not just an attack on fishing. It's attack on your freedoms. It's attack on what you can feed your family on. And yeah. when you're being told you can't do this to feed your family, well, sorry, that's communism. Yeah. Okay, okay. so okay. anyway, let's look, get, don't, let's don't get give me Let's go fishing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got to remember, PJ, that's what pretty boy Albo is. Well, before we go on to fishing, here's a theory, right? Here's just a theory. The mayor of Cronulla wanted the extension of the marine park, right? And then all of a sudden pulled that proposal. Then Labor comes up, let's ban Groper. But let's have a listen here, right? Scott Morrison's announcing his resignation from Parliament. There's going to be a by-election in Cronulla Sutherland. Do you think Albo said to Chris Minns, hey, Chris, ban Groper fishing, we might get votes out of this. Do you, think, do you think that's a possibility, or do you think the other one's just dumb enough to do it on their own accord? Yeah. Yeah, Food for point. thought. Yep. Food for thought. Anyway, fishing-wise, let's get some fish on the table while we can. Um, mate, the tail of fishing's just gone from um, ridiculous to sublime. It's, it's fishing really well. Um, I've got to tell you, pro-lure ultra-guard, doesn't matter if it's a floating or sinking... I've been throwing those off the beach for time, and, 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 and the sinking ones, it, you know, you let it sink down and you, you, you wind it back, it's got a, a fairly tight, you wouldn't call it a wobble, it's like just almost a dead retrieve, it's got a slight little shimmer. Man, it gets hit, the tailor look at that and they, they must go into a, a trance and they just say, must eat, must eat, because I've gone through... Two of these ultra guards that now have no enamel paint on them. A beautiful finish on them. These have just been hammered. They've just been hammered the last couple of days. Um, it's, it's, it's going off. I gave one to my mate to try, and I don't think I'll ever get it back. He just loves it too. So he's uh, been getting plenty of fish up there at the Creati. But um, yeah, it doesn't matter from, from, from Foster right through to Harrington and Port Macquarie. There's good tailors. Some of them are up to two and a half kilos. So these, these fish are going well off the beaches and the headlands. Um, of course, they're taking, you know, normal garfish and uh, and uh, pilchards. But, you know, like the other day, I couldn't be bothered getting some bait out of the trees and thaw it out. So I put my lures on and, you know, like, God bless Pro Lure Australia. That's all I can say. Um, because I've also been um, chasing flathead with the soft plastics and the um, the grub tails and, 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 and the fish tail lures. They're done really well. Because um, of the dirty water, I'm using a white, um, the white fish tail in the um, in 105, and I've been getting some nice flathead on that. And I had a similar thing. The lorry had three casts, and three fish had to go back because they were all over 70 centimetres. So. They're going really well there. Um, it was interesting to hear them say that uh, it's not a good year for whiting because we're getting whiting, but we're not getting them in the numbers we got last year. So I don't know what that is. It could be temperature. Um, I know the offshore currency out there is going really well. There's plenty of whiting in the lakes, though. Like down at Foster, there's plenty of whiting in the lakes. 
Um, but yeah, on the beaches, we're just not getting the numbers. But um, some of the whiting that are around have been pretty pretty good uh, whiting. And if you can get a, a pump of bucket of nippers or get some beach worms, and you'll, you'll find your whiting in the rivers and you'll find them in the beaches. But you know, they're not going to be in the in the eighteens and twenties that you used to catch them. The um, the things that come on the bite and mainly nocturnal um, up there in the Camden Haven system. Some really nice mangrove jack. Now, uh, yeah. I hope to be nuisance, but we've got to we've got to go. We're we're running out of time. We've spent too long with Laurie. Oh, sorry about that one. But uh, well, I can write this off as a fifteen minute logbook, but you know, it's not wasted. <laughs> <laughs> talk to you next week, buddy. Uh, talk about communism and, and you know, like. Um, <laughs> This Clean Up Australia Day is our time to step up, to unite and mobilise. Because Australia is our home, our place to be proud of. Together, we can help make our parks, beaches, streets and rivers sparkle and shine. Clean Up Australia Day is just around the corner on Sunday the 3rd of March. So get involved and help make a difference. Register now at cleanup.org.au for your free kit and step up to clean up today. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington. Sydney. Prepare for an encore like never before. Big Deal Touring presents Havashi Pure Piano Tour. Havashi, a virtuoso pianist and composer. A music visionary with rock star charisma. See him live Wednesday, May 22. Sydney Opera House. Book now. SydneyOperaHouse.com If you need help with repairs or maintenance to your strata unit or your commercial building, Network Construction Services could save you a hell of a lot of time and, believe me, a lot of money as well. You might want assistance with things like waterproofing or concrete cancer repairs, which can be a curse. You can find out more by going to NetworkConstructionServices.com.au or, better still, you can talk to Steve on the telephone if you want to. 98085673. Got it? 98... 98- Zero eight five six seven. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this Insurance is right for you. 2SM, Sydney's Talking, 2SM 1269. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, you're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano, tomorrow's tackle today. One of the reports I look forward to each week here on the program is from the Complete Angler. And joining us on the line is Mikey. G'day, buddy. How are you? Oh, I'm very good. How are you guys? Not too bad at all. Not too bad. Now, how have things been out there fishing-wise? Now, the, the thing I love about your gig, right, is mm. I follow you guys on Facebook, and, and everybody who works in your shop, they're always posting photographs of the fish they caught. So they're not just doing it for a job. They're doing it because they love it. 
Exactly, exactly. Now we're, we're pretty passionate about it, so we'd like to practice what we preach. <laughs> so, um, and it's kind of good in a way because when you're working in a tackle store and you're and you're really into it, you, you get to kind of know what's happening as well too. So, and we love to share information. It's just what we're all about, you know. So we, we want anglers to catch fish, and if we're out there exploring and doing different things and trying out different things, we're, we're more than happy to share information because that's that's what it's all about. It tends to come back to us as well too. So, um, yes, we're always fishing, always fishing. And I'm sure you do more than but just. Walk around the workshop and go. Walk around the shop and go to the pe- to the other workers there. So, what are you caught this week? I've got to do this high tide thing. I need to know. I know. You put it in. It's, it's pretty much a daily thing. Yes. <laughs> What's been happening? You know. What's the latest reports? You know. So, but it's really good. It's really good fun. So, I absolutely enjoy it. So, um, but look, it's been an interesting week. It's been so the weather just it's so up and down. Like we're, one minute we're absolutely having gorgeous weather and it's just floods attack, um, no wind whatsoever, and then the rest it's blowing a million miles an hour and there's a bit of swell and all that type of stuff. But look, that's just the way this um, is at the moment. But um, we definitely did get some heavy rains early in the week and that's kind of affected kind of the upstream river, you know, part of all the estuaries really. Actually, all of them are pretty dirty at the moment. So upstream's pretty much a no-go. It's, it's been very, very quiet. Um, and probably the Georges is probably the worst out of all of them, uh, it tends to get affected more by the runoff. Um, and Paramount is not too bad, um, and the Hawkesbury is okay as well. Um, but look, they're still catching fish. The water temperature is still quite warm, so uh, things can recover very quickly this time of year. And we've got big tides as well too, with the full moon as well. So that water's you know getting cleaned out quite quickly. Um, the one thing it does do is it does concentrate. So uh, like it concentrates a little bit of bait, so which is good because it tends to concentrate where you should be fishing at the moment. Because a lot of them little brand branches that run into the main river systems that, you know, they held a lot of bait and, and they can't handle that, you know, that rain or that fresh water that's punched, you know, that's come down over the last week. Um, and so you'll find fishing the river mouths at the moment and fishing more the main body, kind of where, you know, that water's coming out, you, you will do very, very well, particularly on, your, you know, your larger predators, obviously your jewfish and flathead and things like that. But even stuff like your broom and trevally, um, they'll be in them areas as well too because that's where the bait is. So you, you'll see a lot of bait getting flushed out of them, and that's exactly what's happening really at the moment. So and in, in general, the upper reaches are, are really quiet, um, but, you know, probably given maybe next week, I think it'll probably clean up if we get the rain. Um, but mid-river in the Parra in particular and the Hawkesbury has been fishing quite well. Um, they're still catching all the, you know, your broom, your flathead, travali, all that type of stuff. It's all been pretty consistent in that system itself. Um, and the main body has been really fishing really well. So the harbour's been excellent. Um, it, it hasn't really changed too much. It's a little bit, got a little bit of colour in it, but not too much. But the kingfish activity has been really good. Um, and if you're out really early, you, you'll find them on the surface as well because, um, you know, they're chasing some of the bait schools that are coming through. So they're really good fun for the little guys. Um, but, yeah, particularly like the market boys in the harbour, um, salmon pigs, uh, charter bay, the wedding cake, kind of that main section has been fish. Um, so if you are going to head out uh, today or over the next couple of days, um, you know, that's where I'd probably concentrate on. Um, body is quite green. As I said, it tends to get a lot of the runoff through the Georges and the Cooks, and it is quite dirty. But they're still catching plenty of trevally and, and, as I said, brim and flooded and stuff like that. Tower has still been fishing really well. Um, most of the kingfish are more out towards the front, Molomox Point and Cairns and Bear Island, so more concentrated around the entrance of the bay. That's where I'd probably be fishing at the moment. Um, hacking is pretty clean. Um, it's got a little bit of colour, but not too bad. It doesn't really have a lot of rivers that really um, get affected if we get a lot of rain. Um, and it's been really good on the whiting. The whiting's been really strong and they're um, really consistent. Um, so if you're going to get an egg, they're a really good fish the target at the moment and there's still quite a few kingfish up the back and there's been frigates as well too there's been a few of them um you know summer tuna species which have rocked up at the back as well the yowie bay and uh, lily pilly and all that through there as well so keep your eye out there if you're going to head out the boat um the rock fishing has still been ridiculously good it's been the most consistent um it hasn't stopped being good reports really for the last month um and it's all, all about really the bonito the bay they were still super thick this year um as i said in the last couple of reports that they're really big fish um pretty consistent yeah yeah pretty much not guaranteed but yeah your chances are very high at the moment if you want to do any spinning or bait fishing off the rocks at the moment um there's also a lot of small um rat kings amongst them as well um a lot of anglers been getting you know having a bit of fun with them not much in the way of size but just for fun um and as i said all the rock ledges of sydney have been had bonito at certain times they're aplagic so they will move around um, but everywhere from as north as Baron Joey to kind of Whale Beach, uh, even Long Reef, all the points that you can get down to all the way down to the National Park, um, they've been really consistent. Um, they've been really good. So 
Um, and, and certain rigs, obviously, you can lure fish for them if you want to, but even just the pilchard underneath the flight just works really well. Well, that's where, um, I'll, so be, been really... that's where I'll be, Mikey, on Monday and Tuesday, travelling down from Pitwater to Sydney, so I'm dumping out my Perfect. line, you can guarantee it. Perfect, yeah. Well, they're, they're actually forgotten about species for, the, for anglers out of the boat because if you're, if you're confident enough just getting nice and close along the rocks and put a little minnow out the back and you'll just have a ball. You probably won't go very far because you'll be stopping all the time. Um, but it's, it, it's, it's really good fun. They're a really good fun sport fish. Um, and they're not too bad to eat as well too. They're, they're, when you cook them up, they're white as well. So but they're really good fun at the moment. Um, and kind of forgotten about for the boat guys. A lot of people think the nudo is just for the shore-based anglers, but I have an absolute ball. Um, so that's, yeah, that's been really good, really consistent. Um, off, offshore's still been very good. Um, the reef fishing has just been so consistent this year. Um, we're still catching snapper. Um, as you mentioned before, one of the boys was out and in the last 70 pots, and actually, I think we got three or four of them fish, actually. Um, so they're still catching quality snapper this time of year, all in place as well. It's, it's so good at the moment. And there's plenty of trag, plenty of moeys, uh, flatties, all the bread and butter stuff. Yeah, reefs are really consistent. Um, and the other great thing, too, I haven't heard of any reef that hasn't been fishing well. They've all been pretty good. So um, East Reef, Maroubra, Blandy, all of them big reefs have been excellent. But a lot of the little dotted smaller reefs have been just as good as well. There's so much bait on them at the moment, so much food. So that's really exciting, that side of things. Um, of course, the dollies are really good too. It's been a very strong um, week of Dolphin Fish reports because we had some pretty good conditions last weekend and, and plenty of reports came through. Um, so a lot of the fish, we're now seeing more and more fish in that one metre to kind of 1.2, even 1.3 metre size. So there's some serious critters getting around. And, and on average, they're probably around that 80 centimetre mark. So they're a really healthy average at the moment. It's a really good, really good season. Um, so they can be a little bit um, fussy this time of year because a lot of guys do fish for them. So make sure you take the live baits out when you're going to go out there. Um, there has been a few marlin as well too, and blues, as, uh, sorry, striped marlins and blue marlin getting caught at the moment too, which is interesting. Um, and they've been more wide, but um, it's been really interesting that the game fishing season this year. There's been a few little black marlin in close, but it's mainly been out wider um, this year. But the current's been so messy, um, which is really another interesting thing I should point out for the guys that are going out there. Don't be disappointed if you get out there and you get zeros, and then the next time you go out, you just bag out type of thing, because that current's been on and off this whole season. So it's really important to get that current moving. So if you if you do get out there and you notice that current's not moving, probably going to be a tough day out there you might want to do something else but it's been so mixed and matched this type of year it's it's been a weird one with the currents but yeah, what, you're, fishing, what you're referring can't to do is anything about it generally we have it coming down from queensland following the new south wales coast all the way down to just yes. past eden etc etc but this year uh, yes. pretty much as it is this weekend as well it just gets seems seems to get caught up in little eddies and just floats yeah, around so the water's exactly. still warm in some areas but there's no consistency yes. on it Exactly, exactly what's happened. Yeah, exactly what happens. We're getting them massive eddies and we're getting a lot of slack water and then really fast moving water and it's it's just on and off type of thing. So, and, and obviously it's very consistent down south um, and that's where we're seeing a lot of the reports. Like um, kind of Aladala Batemans Bay has been very consistent with the game fish this year. Um, and it's pushed a lot further south this year as well too. They're, they're having a really good season, much further south than they ever had really. So, yeah, it's really interesting this year. But uh, that's current for you. It's, it's a definitely a messy year with that. But we'll, we'll see what happens. It's cool in some ways because we don't know what to expect. So yeah. we've still got months of good fishing. So it's pretty cool. Um, and, and the other thing I've mentioned too is quickly is just the freshwater reports as well too. That's one good thing we're getting is plenty of freshwater reports this time of year. So uh, if you're into your trout or even fishing for your natives as well too, there's been plenty of reports on the other side of the Great Dividing Range. It's been awesome. So um, keep that in mind if you want to head out there later on. Now you're at 938 Woodville Road at Villawood and, or as Blakey says, you buy the big metal thing. And then you've got the other shop by the old grey, the old uh, sandstone building, right? <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yes. <laughs> pretty uh, much. What I wanted to chat with you about, just just in wrapping up here, if we could. Yeah, I mean, sure. A lot, of, a lot of people, you know, um, will go into like uh, the, the the big department stores and and places like that, and buy their their fishing gear, but. Mm-hmm. The complete angler and the, the benefit of going to the complete angler, not just because you guys, <laughs> your workers are out fishing when they're not in the in the shop, but I remember mm. a, a pelican went to you uh, about a year ago and said, I want to go fishing. And you said, yeah, what do you need? And I said, stuff. And you guys <laughs> looked yeah. after me, you know. Um, I got a yeah. whole 
whole um, tackle box with a variety of different things in so that I can target different species and, and things like that. And it didn't break the budget because... Yes, you know the worst thing is to go out and buy something thinking, yeah, yeah, no, this is what I want to grow, you know, to chase this particular species, and then find out no, mm. mate, you're so far off base, it's not funny. So, if if mm. the if the lure costs you fifty, twenty, hundred, whatever dollars, it's a complete waste because you bought the wrong one. Whereas if you go and see mm. people like you, you get the knowledge mm-hmm. as well as the product. Yes, yes, yeah, definitely, yeah. It, there's a lot of information out there these days on what to use, um, and some of it's great, it's spot on, um, but you, sometimes it is wrong, and you definitely get a lot of that information overload sometimes as well. So we just simplify it for you. Uh, it's probably the easiest way to explain it. So uh, you just tell us what you want to do and all that, and we'll just we'll just take the time to explain. Um, you know, that's, that's what we're all about. We just love it. We're, we're really passionate. Um, and you'll get to speak to guys that are just fishing all the time as well too, and, and they can tell you exactly what it's like as well. So not only will you get the good advice but also we'll point you in the right direction as well so you know we, we love sharing the knowledge that's what it's all about for us it's, it's been like that forever so it's part of our ethos we love it so it's really that, good that's exactly where i was going because blake you'll say to you if you want a boat come in and tell me what you want to do with that boat and i'll tell you what boat we should sell you and the same applies mm. with the fishing gear. Don't come in and say, well, you can. If you know what you're after and you want a specific product, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're a little bit new to the game and you want, you, you, you want to go targeting a, a particular species or <laughs> you'd be mm-hmm. quite happy to catch bloody anything, to be honest, just just go mm-hmm. in and talk to the guys and they will steer yeah. you in the right direction. It's not about grabbing the money and running because the long... Exactly, the long, exactly. The, 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 when people are looked after, they come back, don't they, Mike? Yeah, exactly. It's pretty simple. Yeah, we're we're, we're very old school. Um, we're very old school service, and uh, that's how we've always done things, and we we just love it that way. So, and you can, as I said, you'll speak to me. I, I work most days on the floor as well, so I love it. I hate getting caught up in, um doing paperwork as well too. So, look, if you if if you're a high tide listener, come in. You ask for Nick, and and I'll definitely help you out. We appreciate your time. Don't forget, check them out. Nine hundred and thirty-eight Woodville Road at Villawood, and give them a call nine seven two four seven four seven four. It's news time. Talk overnight. Worst offender would have to be India and America. And yeah. They literally just treat the ocean like a rubbish tip. Rubbish yep. floating out off the coast of India that they can walk across. Yep, exactly. Yeah. fishing boat. Yep. The ocean is, is going to end up saying enough. This is 2SM. So there's a, there's a whole bunch of servos where you can get the sheep. A lot of independents are in Sydney. Yeah, just drive past the gouges. I just don't understand how selling it the same product at 70 cents more. Talk overnight on 2SM. Hey you, right now you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus radio for free or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio.